What's up? What's up, everybody? This is, you know, your your amazing people that you come to to listen to every week. Tasia Talks. Of course, I'm your host, Tasia, and I definitely have the same amazing two co-hosts coming back this week. And whether y'all like it or not, they're going to be here forever. So <laughs> you might as well like it. Um, so what's up, Red? What's up, Denise? What's up? Hi. Hey, y'all. It's Red. Hey, hey. This is Denise. Hi. How is everyone? Hmm. Good. Good. We got a good thing going. I'm I'm good. How are y'all? I'm good. I'm good. So. I'm still out of work, so I'm great. I'm (laughs) I'm great. (laughs) The subject for today is a very, I I don't want to say touchy, but it's a very interesting um, dynamic subject. So I'm I'm ready to dive in, y'all. We're going to be talking about dating today. Whew. Wipe the sweat from your brow a little bit. There. <laughs> okay. It's been rough out here in these streets. It is rough out here in these streets. I, we all have such, such different, like, dynamics. And I'm I'm really excited about all of our different dynamics that we bring to this conversation. I feel like I bring kind of like this all over the place. <laughs> 30 year old that kind of chose like a career path and didn't get like didn't get the opportunity to choose some other things in life single in in LA just doing the most but doing great things yeah you're doing great things not a lot of people can you know uproot their lives and just move to the other side of the country so yeah and be successful and be successful Exactly. People keep saying that, and then I'm like, "Dang, I actually did do that." I forget that. Yeah. Okay, you I did it. South Carolina took all the way to Cali. Oh my goodness! What what dynamics do you think each of you are bringing to this conversation? Go ahead. <laughs> Red, I thought you were gonna go first. I was right. like, oh, she's gonna go first. That's good. But see, you you get me going. You get me going. So I, I'm gonna piggyback off. Oh Lord, what kind of dynamics? Uh let me tell you, like I I, I don't have a word to describe my dating experiences. Um they're just a lot of funny stories, a lot of crazy stories. Um, now that I'm almost in my forties and still dating, um, things look different than when you're dating in your twenties. So kind of like maybe just a different perspective on how dating has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, maybe something like that. And once you guys see Denise, just know. You're already gonna say it. Everybody says it. No, Denise looks like she's probably like 20. So just, <laughs> just, just be advised. Denise is a grown ass woman. You will approach her like. <laughs> I am a grown ass exactly. woman. Yes. Correct. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> um, so I guess I will be coming from the uh, separated <laughs> divorce section. Um, I've actually, I was in a relationship for like the last seven years and we 
that come to understand that we're pretty much done. So I'm trying to get back out here and date. And I decided I'm going to be dating women. So it's been very interesting getting back out there dating women. Um, whew, women are completely different from men. I'll tell you that. <clears throat> I love my ladies, but it's, it's been interesting. Um, currently dating somebody. Uh, we're going to call her KB. And it's been an interesting ride. Um, I actually tried to be a poppy at one point. We'll touch on that briefly. Not too much, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I did a little, a little something, a little something. So I went from men to being poly and now back in dating women. So we'll touch on that. We'll touch on it. Would you Pretty say that it. there's a lot of similarities dating men and women or people who don't identify as either or both? Um, yes, there, I, at the end of it, I, I really don't want to label myself because what I do realize is um we all just want love <laughs> there's a lot of things that um that i do with women that i did do with men um you know there are things that you get from a woman that you won't get from a man but i, I feel like at the end of the day you know i just want to love on somebody i want them to love on me so yeah i feel like there's a lot of things that are just similar similar definitely. i feel like a lot of people get caught up and thinking is very very different from dating from each person dating like a a a different gender or a different you know identity Mm -hmm. people get so caught up on oh it's a different it's a different it's a different area it's not the same and it is the same like you have the same struggles you have the same um obstacles to overcome you have a lot of the same experiences I mean of course there's going to be some differences but you have a lot of the same experiences. All right, absolutely, absolutely. And on top of that, I'm definitely gonna bring that to On top of that, let me say that again. On top of that, people think when you get older that the dating game changes. Oh, baby, <laughs> no, they still out here acting a fool in their thirties and forties and fifties and sixties too. Okay. Oh my God, did you say sixties? I said sixties too. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> You got me. They acting up too. I had a guy try to talk to me that was 65 and he was just full of games as well. I mean, I wasn't, that's a little bit out of my age range. I'm not, you know, not to be rude or violent. It's a little bit out of my age range, but I did have a few conversations with him and he was childish. I was just like, sir, (laughs) at 65, mm, you need to leave that to your grandkids. Okay. Okay. Your whole grown ass. Right. You need that, to that. that just goes to show you that their age does not predict like their behavior when they come to approach dating but more specifically like I've noticed that men who are probably in their 40s almost approaching 50s um, you know most of them are, have been married they're divorced most of them have grown children so they're not really out here looking for another wife, so to speak. They're not really looking for right. someone to have kids with either. They're they're just out here to have fun, you know? And but they come with a whole litany of new type of bullshit. Like I can't even wrap my brain around it. It's crazy. Do you, do you care to share some of this bullshit? Oh god. <laughs> 
here's one example. So I met this guy. He's 48. Um, he's going through a divorce. He has three grown children. Well, I say grown, like they're in their 20s. I think it's like 24, 23, 22. So to me, that's kind of like transitional years where they're not completely independent yet. Like between the age of 21 and 26, you're kind of still like codependent on your parents. You're kind of figuring out your stuff and getting your, your shit together. So um, I was like, well, damn, they're probably like still attached to their dad or whatever because I was kind of like the same way. So, you know, he wanted to meet me, hang out, whatever. We did that. He kept He kept telling me like, I'm scared of you. That's what he kept saying. I'm I'm scared. You scare me. I'm like, the hell are you what? talking about? I scare you. Because mm-hmm. apparently, oh, you know, I could fall for you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not, you know. Oh, no, I'm he's like, games. Dude, what are you talking about? For real. I mean, granted, he has a great personality. He's like very sociable, mm-hmm. outgoing. Um, he drinks a lot, though. And that to me was just like, oh, you know, you're always inebriated basically so you're like um but yeah he's just full of games completely full of games and and bullshit like yeah i was surprised like oh the other thing is is oh you're so much younger than me you know you have your whole life ahead of you i'm like dude i'm about to be 40 (laughs) the things that men come up with in their head as an excuse to why they can't be in a stable, healthy, <laughs> committed relationship. Okay. I can't. I can't be with you because I might fall in love. Um, exactly. Right. Okay. Well, Ooh, you I'm scared. Day. You scare me. Like really? Right. Okay. Love is is so scary. It's so scary to meet a good it's woman so that's stable and healthy. Mm. It's so scary. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to do and with my it. And my thing is, is like, I wasn't, like, if you have the perception, and we'll talk about this later, about men and how they perceive women, or we can talk about how people perceive people in dating, period. Because, of course, um, some of us are dating women, um, and some of us are still dating that other brand of people. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the other brand. brand. The off brand. I'm just kidding. I mean, I say the off brand. don't get your feeling (laughs) but yeah but we can talk about the whole perception because you know they look at you and they're thinking oh she's like you know young innocent and wants to have a family and get married and you're not even asking me if that's what I want you're already assuming this because I may just want to be and like dating you like kicking it for a while like you know we can be friends or whatever mm-hmm. i'm not out here with a sign on my my shirt that says looking for a husband <laughs> like for real yeah. so yeah you know when we talk about assumptions because i that's a gold gold golden point denise when we talk about the assumptions that others kind of like put on us or make our own perception and it's really not there's so many assumptions that men place on women and even other women place on other women there's so many assumptions that people place on the other person that they're dating I'm literally 31 right so I get a range of guys talking to me oddly enough I get 20 year olds trying to talk to me and I'm looking like 
come on come on um no <laughs> you and, and i hate right. to be so cliche you're you're a baby you're not mentally in the space that i am we're literally on two different paths in life of what we want okay. and i don't say that to say that 21 year olds aren't on a good path or anything of that nature i'm just saying i'm 31 i'm ready for my belly to be having some babies and <laughs> and you know like settling down and I say that to say, even even though I get like dudes ranging from 20 to, to like I said, 65 trying to talk to me, the assumptions that they put on me are still the same. And what they're willing to give has continued to be the same. And I, I've said it here, I've said it on my Twitter, you know, you can go and see it clean as day. If you're over 30, looking for fun you have your priorities mixed up okay you should be looking for some stability companionship and long term you're not <laughs> you're not out here in these streets looking for fun anymore that's people in their 20s looking for fun and i'm not saying don't have fun don't be adventurous don't travel or anything like that but you're looking for a quote-unquote fwb friends with benefits or someone to um have sex with from every time come on come on seriously like i'm not saying that there's anything i'm not gonna lie right i'm not saying that there's anything against that but the, right, right, the crowd right. of people that you would be looking for in that age, and I'm just speaking from a women to men perspective, the women that you're mm-hmm. most likely going to be encountering in that age range are not looking for that. And that's why you're having a hard right. time. Right. But I keep getting the assumption that I should be okay with that. And I'm going to bring up another um, another dynamic that goes with that. I'm a plus size woman. So <laughs> bringing up that assumption right, right. is literally something that's put on a lot of plus size women that we must be able to settle for that type of arrangement because we can't possibly find someone that's interested in us for more than just um, a sex toy. Like, <laughs> mm. yeah, and that's a false narrative. Extremely false narrative. But it's still a narrative that a lot of men use the assumptions and portray those assumptions onto the women that they're trying to talk to. Yeah. I'm interested to know what the perception is with women, right? That, you know, now that you're dating women, like, Satasia and I kind of have that same issue with men you know they they look at us and they make all these assumptions you know Mm -hmm. oh she looks so innocent and sweet she probably wants to get married she probably goes to church and all this other stuff and that kind of scares them especially with me because I look young I sound young and then they think Mm -hmm. oh she's so innocent it's not until they get to know me that they're like oh she ain't so innocent But I'm just curious, <laughs> like, what kind of perceptions you're like seeing on, on, in your dating adventures. So, um, well, all right. So when I definitely got out there, um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, after coming out of, you know, being in a relationship for six, seven years, I was definitely ready to be on my ball headed whole shit this summer. B H H S. 
Hey, listen, I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it. But um, like I said, I ended up meeting somebody. So, you know, I put that I put that off to the side. But one thing I did notice was um a lot of the women out here, uh, if they already have kids, you know, they're kind of looking for somebody to settle down. Um, some of them are coming out of marriage and some of them are coming out of long, um, long-term relationships. But one thing's for, um, one thing I noticed is, I don't know, <sighs> some of these women expected me to just be able to read their mind, so to speak, just because I was a woman, I was supposed to already just meet and fulfill all the needs. Like, no, sweetheart, I need communication like talk to me and I felt like the communication was <laughs> it just was off it was like just because we were both women that we were supposed to be understanding of whenever we we're having you know mood swings and stuff like that like no 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 what are you trying to do I really felt like I, I ran into a lot of games um you know just people who really were just trying to kind of have fun versus actually trying to settle down and whatnot um which I mean don't be wrong if that's if that's what you're wanting to do you know by all means you know tell me that but I don't know I feel like um communication is definitely an issue um just struggling to tell people exactly what you want like you want to play around to be friends with benefits or whatever right. say that but I feel like, uh, you know, people aren't stating what they want. And I, I don't know if that's out of fear of the rejection or what. But I feel like when you're out there dating, you really need to, you know, date with intention. Like, if you like, hey, I'm just, I just want to see, you know, how you are and stuff like that. Oh, do that. you think that... Don't just be like, Do All you right. think that that's because they're women or do you think that that is because they're just bad communicators in general? So, or I won't say because they're women, I, because of their experience, or you, do you think that they're just bad communicators in general? I honestly, I feel like it, it's a mix of both. Um, I've kind of noticed with a lot of the women that I've been talking to, they honestly did not know what they wanted in a woman or they you know they had not been with anybody except for a man or they've only been with a certain type of woman i just feel like honestly uh, a lot of women that i've i've encountered they just honestly did not know what they wanted the only thing they knew was they wanted to be with a woman that was pretty much it so i don't know it's, it's been interesting like i said um i've had to be a lot more vocal i feel like when i date women versus when i was talking to men what men is just kind of just you know, whatever, we're not to eat, you know, whatever, whatever. But with women, it's like, I, I had to say, I got kids. This is what I'm trying to do. This is what I want to do. You know, I want to go back to school. You know, if I don't really state what I want, I don't know. We're just kind of playing around and I'm, I'm too open. I think it's, well, I'm glad you mentioned intentions. And I, I hear that a lot with people who are dating, like you should date with intentions and, you mentioned, you know, you have to do a lot more talking or you, you find yourself doing a lot more talking and communicating now that you're dating women, which isn't hard to imagine because women are better communicators than men, um, for sure. Absolutely. And so, I don't, I don't know. I think I would be curious to know, like, do you find that the communication and the intentions and everything are, are more you know they're, they're talked about like you you know more about what their intentions are because they're telling you and they're communicating with you more than your experiences with dating men before you answer that red 
Denise, can you define what dating with intention is? Because I know a lot of us hear it yes. and we're like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? The only way I can define it, like for me personally, is knowing exactly the reasons why you're actually going and dating. Like if you're dating just to hook up or like meet people, you have that intention. If you're dating to meet someone and have a serious connection, then, you know, you kind of gauge yourself. Like you're supposed to let that person know. So like you need to let that person know, hey, I am, I am out here dating so that I can find someone that I want to possibly get into a long-term relationship with. Like I'm not looking just to have a friends with benefits situation um, or just meet new people and have like a, you know, a text buddy or whatever. So to me, that's how I see it. So letting your intentions be known. Correct. Like knowing what you want. Like you mentioned, you want your belly to be swollen. I do. Soon. So that's your intention. You're Mm -hmm. looking for someone right now because you want to get married and have a child. So that's your intention. So y'all, when she said belly swell, uh, don't be, don't get it mistaken. Not with no food. I'm talking about with a whole baby. What the? <laughs> you said a whole baby. Burning the oven. Burning the oven. Asia, you said a whole baby. A whole baby. A whole baby. What is with this whole uh, thing? Okay. That's another question for another day. Because I hear some people say I'm whole married. Like, what is, I'm a whole wife. Like, what is well, you a, know whole what a whole wife? I really think the whole wife is kind of like I'm not in a situation where it's like I'm gonna be doing any creep around or any like other sideways stuff. I'm not in this halfway. I'm literally a whole wife. Like right. I, I respect it. I'm I always right. didn't I'm 100% know that there was another option. Everything. Like I didn't know you could I be mean, a quarter wife. Is that in the vows? You, you can be a quarter. I mean, you know what, Denise? <laughs> that is a conversation a for another. But you can be a quarter wife. <laughs> <laughs> You could be a quarter wife. You could be 50, 50% mm. wife. On the weekend wife. Listen. Oh, right. So Red, um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I like took us on a, a, a tangent, but um, Denise was asking about, do you feel like the intentions and the conversation with uh, dating women is a lot more clear and concise than dating men? So let me let me backtrack because I must have said something because let me let me let me clarify something. Since <laughs> I've been back here dating women, it has not been drama free. Okay. Maybe I need to state that a little clear. The reason why I have to communicate is because I feel like if I don't communicate, stuff just doesn't happen like it's supposed to happen. Honestly, I don't even think it has anything to do with women or men. I just think I done got older and I'm tired of take people shit. <laughs> so I'm basically having to over communicate because I feel like a lot of people are, you know, I'm coming from a marriage. I'm coming from being with a man for seven years. I'm coming from this same routine. And here I am getting out here in a dating pool with people who have not been married, who do not have kids, who's, you know, their bar might not be as high as mine. And I feel like that's why I'm having to communicate so much because I'm tired of hitting these brick walls. Like, okay, we not on the same page or okay, that's different. I'm tired of wasting my time essentially, I guess. But I don't really think it has anything to do with women or men because honestly, I think that's just more of my preference. I prefer women over men. Um, I just, I, I get along with them better, you know, whatever my reasons are. 
but I do feel like I'm communicating more, more so based off of I just I don't my tolerate. I'm not tolerating nothing. I just it is what it is at this point. You take me for for what I'm bringing to the table, and that's it. Do y'all want so. a story time? Because I have two. Y'all, I'm, I'm just telling you, Denise, Red, I have the craziest dating stories. I don't even know if it's just me or it's not just me. Like, I'm sure there's other people in the world having crazy dating experiences. But I always get, like, the cream of the shitty crop. Like, and <laughs> for the longest, I was like, is it me? Am, am I attracted? <laughs> like, is it? But honestly, it, it's not me. It's just when, even when you're out there in the world doing whatever you do, you're gonna attract some bad seeds. And some of these seeds love mm-hmm. to dress themselves up in a healthy exterior. And mm-hmm. gosh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna do story time. Two quick stories, and all of this has happened in the last I would say month and a half so these are two very recent stories um (laughs) I always share on my podcast a lot about my personal life and at this point even if these two people heard this podcast um I don't give a fuck so (laughs) period (laughs) right the truth just has to be out there so okay we'll start with this first guy I was so intrigued by him um he is from Uganda and um I just liked his demeanor I loved his conversation he's a very intelligent guy he told me he had been here two years and he was just like oh you know I'm I'm looking for something serious and of course you know most women we go through this list this checklist of things that we do and don't want and we're like for me it's like hey Mm -hmm. do you have any kids hey have you ever been married are you currently married (laughs) because you have to be specific with these men do you have a job do you have a car like what are your goals what do you want on the life so I'm going through the basics I'm asking everything sounds great you know he doesn't have any kids he's hasn't been married has his car has his job he has goals of what he wants to do in life and you guys I'm like a I'm like a schoolgirl. I'm like oh hi like just all in it we go on a couple of dates we're talking I mean cute dates too like we went to like this little like crab boil and then we went to like the observatory and we just had a really really great time the conversation was always there it was never like sexual or anything um that was like over the top or made me feel uncomfortable he always made me extremely comfortable and like I said earlier in, in, in our conversation, I'm a plus size girl. So sometimes things, um, you if you're a man and you're dating a plus size woman, you need to be conscious of certain things. And he was conscious of those things. Like we went to a restaurant, y'all, he pulled the table closer to him so that I would be comfortable. I didn't have to ask. I didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay, the little things. You pay attention. I like the detail. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but let's, let me get back to the, the actual story. So go out on a couple of days with this guy. He is awesome. He's saying everything right. He's doing everything right. And then, of course, there comes the night where they're like, hey, can I come back to your place? Mm-hmm. And I'm like... 
huh? Mm-hmm. There's a strong urge inside of me that's like, yeah, bring this man back home. And then there's <laughs> there's this really innocent voice that's like, I don't think this is a good idea right now. And like you guys, I never get that voice that's like, I don't think this is a good idea because I try to make really, really good decisions. So, but I kept getting, and that voice just kept getting more, more forceful. It was like, no, I don't think this is a good idea with this person. And so I'm having this little battle because I'm like, he seems like a really good guy, conscious. Why do you not feel like I should take him home and take him down like Chris Brown? I don't understand what's going on. So, so. I follow my conscience and my conscience is like, no, you don't need to take this guy home. So, okay, cool. I was like, oh, no, you know, maybe another time. So I get home and for all my detective people out there, big ups to y'all. I got to give a shout out to all my detectives out there. Um, and <laughs> an even bigger shout out to one of my other close friends who is like the head supreme detective of all detectives. But so I I take a little page out of, you know, my friend's book, my book, and I go look at this guy online, do a a little deep dive. And I had previously looked up his info, but I I don't know. For some reason, I decided to do it again. And I'm going to put this, I'm I'm going to reel this story on in and make it kind of short because I do have another uh, story after this. But um, long story short, he is a fugitive on the run from Africa. And um, he has a wife oh, and two kids. So, yeah. Conscious was uh, right on it. Right on the money there. Glad I did not bring this criminal to my home. <laughs> Wait, hold up. He was, trying, he was looking for oh, a place to stay. <laughs> you said a fugitive from Africa. Oh, yes, Africa. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. They are actively looking for this man. <laughs> if I thought I could call internationally without, um, <laughs> if I thought I could call internationally Lord. without it costing uh, somebody I didn't want to pay, I would definitely let them know that he's here. Just because, and it's not because of the crime he committed. It's because you have a wife and two kids. That's that's well, not fair. That's not fair. I actually do not know because the article did not release um, the actual crime. It just said unnatural acts. Mm, Right. But I also know Mm. in Africa, a lot of um, a lot of countries consider like um, being with the same gender as unnatural. So I don't know if he even oh. I don't I don't know what he did. I'm not going to speak to to what he did or didn't do. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just giving a little bit of background of some of the things that they classify as unnatural. Like they classify that, they classify being with animals, like a lot of different things. It's an umbrella term. Oh, so right. I don't know the capacity of what he did. Right. And especially if he was with uh, another man, I don't think that that is, you know, right. that should be considered a crime. But, but it could be I, I'm just in that saying, con- whatever country he's from. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Right. It is a it is a crime in that right. country. But I'm just saying for personal re- for my personal view, it's not a crime. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that that could have been what it was for. But I can't make the assumption right. that that w- was what it was for. I have to assume you did something bad, <laughs> like for my for my mm-hmm. own safety. So. 
that was just oh yeah and so I, I confronted him <laughs> and I said um do you have a wife and his response was no please and I said um do you have two kids like do you and he just kept saying he didn't have any kids but he never uh he never said that he wasn't married he just kept saying no please so needless to say I don't talk to him anymore (laughs) girl he was trying to get a he was trying to get fugitives from Africa Tasia fugitives Yeah, oh. dang. I'm telling y'all, I I should really have a TV show because I cannot make this crazy shit up. Like, I I can't make this. I don't up. know if I'm ready for so, number two. I don't know if I'm ready for this second what? story. Shit. Okay. Okay. Yo. All right. So number two is this guy that literally within the last week that I have been conversing with on the phone. I have not dated him. I've just been like conversing with him. And before I dive into that that story, um, is anybody on here on any dating apps? Yeah. Um, not anymore, but I was on Tammy. Uh, you know what? Tammy was fun. There's a lot of fun people on there. I like to go mm-hmm. on different ones just for entertainment, and then I'll delete them. So I don't know if you guys want to share mm-hmm. which apps you're on, but I'll share which apps I'm on because... I don't care. Um, <laughs> I've been on Woo Plus recently. I've been, and Woo Plus is a plus size dating app. Um, it's for men and or women who like plus size partners. Um, I have been on BLK, which is like this app that is dedicated to black love. Uh, and I've been on a lot of uh, other apps as well. But these two for now are the ones that... <laughs> that I'm going to delve into some of my stories from. And Fugitive Guy was from BLK, so all my listeners out there not trying to talk bad about BLK, but I'm just trying to say, hey, I met a fugitive off there, so do your background (laughs) checks. Um, (laughs) And my do y'all care to name which apps y'all are on? Uh, Well, my current boo actually came from Twitter, so I don't know if y'all want to count them as a dating app, but you can apparently find love and or dating on uh, potentials on Twitter. But I was on Yeah, I mean, social media is a great place to find people. I've met people on Facebook. I'm on the Facebook dating app right now. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say this. I always say every app is a dating app. I don't care what the app is for. It's a dating app. It could be an app to tell you the weather. It's a dating app. (laughs) Every app to me that has the capability of having an interaction with another person could potentially be a dating app. Um, So I'm going to dive into this next story. This is so (sighs) Okay. But I implore both of you to share a, a good story, if you would like, of a recent encounter. So there's this other guy that I've been talking to for like, like a week. Um, he's a younger guy. He's younger than me, but he's so sweet and he's so kind and he's articulate and he's, he just seems like a really good guy. But on our first conversation on the phone, 
he decided that it was his duty to tell me um, something very interesting about himself. But before he told me, I kind of guessed it because of the conversation we were having. So I'm going to I'm going to give you guys a little excerpt of the conversation we were having. And maybe you can guess what (laughs) what he was trying to hint at. So he goes, "Um, yeah, I like to ask women specific questions as if I'm kind of doing a survey for uh, to a survey for my, my dating experience. And I'm like, "Okay." so he's like. The first question, uh, what do you look for in a guy? And then he's like, the second question, uh, do you want a guy with goals? And then the third question is like, does sex matter to you? And okay, I'm like, okay. And then the next question goes, does size matter to you? And then the next question goes, why is size so important to you? And I'm just like, oh, what, where, where, where is this going? where is this going and then he proceeds to go american women and he's 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 from america so he's not from anywhere else Mm -hmm. uh he goes american women are so zoned in on penis size and and they're the only women in the world that care so largely about penis size so i just flat out asked him i said do you have a small dick like is that what you're trying to tell me? Because if it is, just say it. Like, we, we are both adults. You can just say, I have a small dick. So, <laughs> um, he felt like it was his duty to get that out of the way in the first conversation that we had that he was not well endowed. So, of course, I asked him, how do you know? You know, like, follow-up questions. Like, how do you know? And, right. oh, y'all... <laughs> so he just goes you know he's been in lots of relationships where women have told him he's measured himself like just you know a lot of different things and I felt so conflicted by everything that was happening and I'm gonna tell you why um the guy told me he was like 4.5 inches and I was like okay um I felt Maybe he's a grower. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I felt so conflicted because in one breath, I thought to myself, why does he feel like he has to tell someone that? That is his own private right to not have to disclose that. And for, for him to feel like he's obligated to do that, what women have done to him it's unacceptable. You should never make someone feel like they have to tell you that in the beginning so they don't get disappointed by you not wanting to talk to them. Exactly. And you could tell he was kind of defeated by his previous encounters with women. And then on the other hand, I was like, the hoe in me was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Come on up. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. <laughs> What else was it? I mean, the, <laughs> we women down, baby. The down, sexually so. liberated promiscuous woman <laughs> inside was like, um, I don't, I don't know if I can. Uh, I just got a whole rush of different emotions, you guys. So that was my that's my second story of how date being on these dating apps and encountering these men, you get like 
the <laughs> the creme de la creme. Okay, can we just pause for a second <laughs> and and say, or here's here's my takeaway from that. I don't have an, I don't can have do any sympathy for, my- for him and his small penis. Like, if Denise, can we do a eulogy for my for my, my daily life? Can we have a, a second? You want to have a eulogy? <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's dearly beloved, we are gathered here today um, to mourn the the passing of many uh, dates that Satasia has been on with men who are fugitives from foreign countries and have small penises. <laughs> we wish them the best. I just want to say. I just want to say. I just want to say, uh, <clears throat> I, I know, you know, we might have a little drama on the, on the women's side, but one thing we do not have is we do not run out uh, of interest. You know what? Thanks for throwing that in my <laughs> Um, <laughs> Back to what you were saying. <laughs> I don't have any sympathy for him and his small penis. My thing is, is if he's, if he's been made to feel a certain way Me about either. that, then he let himself feel that way. You have to work with what you have okay like legit and the the last thing you should ever do is talk about your your size or ask questions about whether or not a size like any men who are listening to this episode please if you're dating and you feel a little certain way about your 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 penis size don't ask questions ahead of time let her find out for herself and then let her make the decision for herself if it gets to that point you know like legit i have gosh i don't want to put myself out there but nonetheless uh, i have seen many (laughs) i have seen i have seen a few phalluses in my lifetime okay so they come in different sizes shapes and whatever colors okay and some of them have i've seen them voluntarily and involuntary because meat mail is legit and thank goodness it doesn't happen as often as it did when i was younger because did you say yeah, meat, meat mail? mail? You know, dick pics. Oh, new yeah. terminology. I'm logging. Yeah. In. Yes. Like men love to do that for some reason. They're so eager. I don't understand what that is. Maybe we need to have the male perspective on this show and ask them right. why do, do they feel picture? the need to send it? pictures of their penises to women? Like, what They're is eager. the point? That's their pride and joy. Right. It's their pride and joy, and we will we will definitely have a segment that incorporates some male perspective of uh, later on. We will have a dating uh, episode that incorporates male perspective. We have to. Yeah, I don't know what to do with those when yeah. they send them to me. I'm just like, okay, I save them. Ooh. I save them all. <laughs> You saving them? Yeah. You, you got a collection. <laughs> I should start sending them to men. I, I do because I feel like if back. you sent it to me, then you wanted it to be mine, and now it's in my collection. So that is true. I mean, they sent it to you; they <laughs> wanted you to have it. That's your collection now. So what you do with it is your own business. But I think I'm gonna do a whole mural, like a whole picture of smaller pictures of penises, like a whole mural of just like penises to add up to one big hey that's kind of cute a whole a, yeah. a penis made of small penises but yeah you know i haven't had those situations come up lately i, I haven't had the extreme situations or or whatever with dating so far like i've 
right now my situation is I meet these guys and you know there's there's some sort of connection there you know chemistry or conversation or whatever and for some reason it's just it fades and I don't know if it's the case that maybe because there's so many options you know like if I meet one person one day if you know, it doesn't work out. I can go straight to the dating app and meet someone else. Like, it, there's an endless supply of people to choose from. But, like, one guy in particular that I've been talking to or whatever, um, you know, at first we were talking or whatever here and there, and I really wasn't all that into the conversations. I was literally about to cut him off and not talk to him anymore. Um, and then something happened and he got more interesting and engaging. And so I, you know, pursued that thinking, okay, well, this might be interesting, you know, get to know each other better or whatever. And then I don't know, it just kind of like flatlined. Like he, there's like barely a pulse. Like I'll, I'll get a text here and there, like, hi, like legit. I just got a text before we got on this episode and it said hi and I'm like what the fuck what the fuck you know I hate that like that whole that whole encounter of just saying hi to someone saying hi to a woman or saying men listen to this saying hi to me I will not respond that is so stupid and number two saying oh you're cute children puppies animals pictures uh stuffed animals those are things that are cute i'm a grown-ass woman i'm beautiful i'm sensual i'm lovely i'm gorgeous i'm a lot of plethora of better terminology to use than cute um once you pass a certain threshold, you're no longer cute. You're, and I'm not saying that in a way to say you're not attractive. No, cute is not a word that other adults should use to describe the appearance of other adults. I just don't. I, I just think it's very childlike to say, "Oh, you're cute." No, no, it's a no for me. Yeah, I mean, I feel you on that. I've been called cute a lot. Especially when you have a very youthful looking face and a youthful sounding voice. Like, guys have forever loved to tease me about the way I sound. I don't know what that is about. But what does it even, let's let's delve into that. What does it even mean when a man says, you're You can't cute. answer that. You got to go to the male perspective. You got to get the male perspective on that. What do you feel like it means though? What do you, what do you perceive? Let me, let me, let me reword this. What do you perceive when a man says, you're I, In cute. all honesty, the first thing I think is I'm fuckable. That's what I think. You're fuckable. Not, okay. not, oh, I want to have you on my arm, you know, introduce you to my friends and family. Keep to me, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I smash that. I think of that too. Like if I if I don't have any other options, you're cute. You know, I could I could have four or five drinks and yeah. Like that's what I honestly that's what I think when someone says you're cute. You didn't put any effort into the compliment and I feel like you did the bare minimum minimum because you think of me as the bare minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <clears throat> well, when I say that somebody's cute, I'm like, oh, you're so adorable. Technically, you know, if I'm trying to, you know, whatever, I might be like, okay, you're fine. You're you, you fine. So I definitely don't say cute to me like something that's sexy. It's definitely, um, for me, oh, so adorable. You're so cute. So I definitely don't want to be called cute. Like, you know, like I'm doing something that's cute or whatever. So I agree. I think the dating scene, we have established throughout this <laughs> this episode that no matter how old you no matter how old you are, no matter what person you're dating, it's still the same bullshit. Like mm-hmm. it's the same bullshit over That's and over again. Are are all about that bullshit. They have they have market they have they have a <laughs> monopoly on bullshit <laughs> when it comes to relationships just in <laughs> general. Because even the ones who are married or booed up or whatever I mean come on now when you're when you have a relationship guru who writes books and does endless videos about relationships and men and all that stuff and he can't even keep it in his pants like for real you can't even keep it in your pants all of them are full of shit like all of them you know what? You know what I call it, Denise? I call it menacity. It's the men version of audacity. And I I, I like that you brought up, and I'm not going to say either of their names because I'm not going to give there either of them um, any free publicity. Uh, but I will talk about the fact that both of them are completely ignorant and the people who feed into the fact that a man should ever tell a woman what she should be, who she should be, how she should be, or any of those things to get a man that she wants, um, hell Mm -hmm. to the no, okay? (laughs) Because you don't know what it is to be a woman, so you cannot tell tell a woman what she needs to be or who she needs to be to get a man. Um, I, I just think that that's absolutely ridiculous. And I think anyone who's giving advice about relationships and healthy relationships should take his own advice and keep his penis in his pants. Unless it's going to his wife or, or his partner. Or if you can't keep it in your pants, be discreet and then don't go public about it holding your wife's hand. Like, what the fuck was that? For real. Like that, that to me was just the dumbest of the dumbest things to ever do because you didn't have to. You could have wrote, written a statement and that statement could have been two words, we Gucci, you know, because that's their business. Literally, that's their business. Or on a larger, t- or on a larger scale, don't be giving it relationship advice. <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> You, you at this point you disqualified yourself from being a qualified source of information for good dating or good marriage like you you exactly. disqualified and yourself. here I'm gonna ping this for another episode that we can talk about because we're gonna fall we're not gonna we're gonna talk more about you know relationships and and, and marriages and infidelity and, and all that kind of stuff what I want to talk about next on a future one is how People are so quick to bring God into the situation and bring Jesus into the situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm to the point where I was like, like literally you need to keep God 
out of this shit. Like, for real. The fact that you couldn't keep your penis in your pants has nothing to do with him. Nothing. Listen, God was in the room watching you Thank make you. that bad decision. Because God was not making it for okay. you. You made that bad decision. <laughs> and God was like, okay, I'm going to watch you make this bad decision because you have free And talk will. about so. devils or the enemy coming against you. Girl, when you marry to the enemy, what are you? You're putting yourself in the way. Like, it's not coming for you. You're going towards it. It's just like a hot stove. Oh, you know it's going to burn you, but let me just put my hand on it. It's cool. And when Denise says married to the enemy, I know some of you, some of the men will be like, well, are men? No, men are not the enemy. But the interactions that men choose to have with women and under other individuals create the realm that they have deceitful ways and they have done deceitful things so it's not the men themselves and it's, it's not just men that are- that's the thing it's not just men right women are out here right. doing deceitful shit just as well now the thing is is most women are more discreet with theirs and i would never i'm sorry but i would never position myself to go out in public and admit that i cheated on my husband while i'm holding his hand like never it's nobody's business at all like, I would never do that. So, this is a, a little bit of a... a um, <laughs> this is going to be a, a, um, a question, a difficult question that I don't know if either of you want to answer. I'm going to answer it. But have you ever cheated on any of your partners in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, Red already said it for y'all. Okay. <laughs> absolutely Denise, what- and I mean it didn't I mean don't get me wrong I wasn't out here just you know cheating cheating no I mean I had got to a certain point and I knew I was unhappy and it happened you know I, I you know didn't want something like that to happen but it did so but I did, I'm sure was not holding no hands saying baby this is what I did and this no 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 I ain't got time for that well here's here's the thing I was told and I have adopted this sentiment you can only cheat if you're married like it's not called it's not considered cheating if you're if you're not married so I've never cheated well and you heard it here (laughs) first from Denise everybody got it wrong um, if you're not ma- well, except the people who said if you are married, that is the only way Correct. you can cheat. Um, <laughs> you gotta sign that paper I first before you can officially be a cheater. Right. Okay. I've never heard that perspective, <laughs> but I'm glad that I've heard it now. Um, I have heard that you're single until you're married, though. Um, <laughs> but I've never heard that you did- you haven't cheated until you're married. I'll say this. Um, I have not cheated in any of my relationships because uh, anyone who knows me, uh, Red knows me very, very, very close. And Denise has gotten Mm -hmm. to know me extremely close as well. Um, I'm pretty blunt. So I'm not going to cheat on you. I'm just going to tell you, you aren't fulfilling what I need you to fulfill. So whatever we have has run its course. I'm going to need for you to exit stage left, right, up, down, climb mm-hmm. off the stage if you need to, however you need to exit this stage. 
go ahead and, and make it quick. Mm-hmm. I, I just, mm-hmm. and I, I'm very upfront with people. If someone was to ask me, are you talking to other people? Yeah, I am. And until you've solidified that you're the only person I should talk to, and by that, I don't mean you telling me I'm the only person, but by you showing me that I can now give you my full attention, I'm just not, I'm, 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 I'm a blunt person. I'm gonna tell you how I feel, what's transpiring. And I'll say one more thing, and I'll I'll let either of you elaborate on your experiences. Um, I'll say this. I, (laughs) when when it comes to men and my encounters with men, um, I don't see a point of not being honest. And, And I feel like people take the opportunity of getting to know someone is an opportunity to be deceitful and I just don't I I don't feel that way I don't want my time wasted I don't want to waste your time so in order to do that I find myself being honest for me it doesn't have to be for you Uh, I'm honest for me and in doing so I'm able to not only make myself happy but open up the room to make someone else happy that deserves it that's a very mature perspective and I I agree with you that that's probably the best and most healthy way to approach it um I'm gonna say this because you kind of talked about the fact that you know when you're dating and I've encountered this with guys you know they they know you're on a dating app that's where they met you Um, They know that you're single, you're not in a committed relationship, but you're talking to them and you're just talking. Maybe you've gone on a few dates or whatever, you've met in person, had dinner, whatever. Um, But this whole mentality of, oh, you're talking to other guys. Oh, you're, you're, you're like sleeping around with other guys or dating other guys. If you're not in a relationship, a committed relationship, where, where do you get off questioning anything? Like, if you haven't told me, if you haven't Security. told me, hey, I want to be with you, or better yet, if you haven't done anything to make me think that, because if you're not consistent with your communication, which is number one, because that's, that's intentions. Right. Um, if you're not talking to me and telling me that, you know, you you, you want to pursue possibly getting into a relationship or whatever, then what what am I supposed to do with that? At, at that point, like, we're just really friends. We're just text buddies. You know, we hit each other up once in a while. Like, this one guy that I am talking to, legit just talking to, we went on one date, actually Valentine's weekend, and I have only seen him that one time. Um, apparently, because I wasn't... I guess communicating with him to the level that he was anticipating I would he kind of quote wrote me off and was talking to other guy, other women on the dating app which I'm like that's cool whatever you know do you but then he questioned about me talking to other guys because I told him yes I'm talking to other guys yes I'm going out on dates with other guys and he was like oh well you're just out here doing blah 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 I'm like hold up <laughs> You're, where do you position yourself in, in my life to come at me and ask questions about whatever I'm doing? You know, like, I don't get it, you know? And I had to pretty much break it down in very simple English for him that um, until you 
say the words or send a text message saying that, hey, I want to kind of pursue a relationship or I want to see you more and blah, blah, blah. We're just, we're just text buddies. Right. You're just somebody I know and I talk to on the, on the occasion. So, but yeah. You are not going to tell me, Satasia, a.k.a. Tasia, you are not going to tell me what to do with my crotch or my genitalia. You're just not. It's attached to my body. So therefore, if I want to fling it out the window, um, it's mine to do so. But I just feel like anyone who questions someone else's, who hasn't mutually established the understanding and agreeance that we want to pursue some singular relationship with each other. Like if you haven't established that and you're questioning someone else's um, and actions in that aspect, sexual actions, you're insecure. Like you, you are. And that's a that's a bigger thing that we'll talk about at another time is people not dealing with their own baggage and insecurities before pursuing relationships and pushing that baggage and trauma and experiences on other people and expect, expecting them to fix it but that was a whole mouthful but that'll be a, a conversation for another time but if you don't if you don't um if you find yourself in a situation where you're consistently questioning someone else's sexual encounters, you need to reflect internally. Because at this point, it's not about what they're doing. It's about what you're feeling and what you've been through. And you need to deal with that before you uh, take someone and bring them to your circus. Like, you just do. Um, <laughs> oh, dating is so... I'm tired of dating you guys getting to know new people I'm tired of retaining I got so many different birthdays in my head I don't even know no, who I don't to retain me. birthdays I'm you keep up with people's birthdays that you're dating like no I keep up with people's birthdays that like um you know like my friends and stuff but what I meant by that statement was you know how you ask somebody oh if you're talking to them for a little bit oh when's your birthday it's like I don't know my brain latches on to things like that and keeps it so I'll have like random birthdays in my head and I'm like whose birthday is oh that <laughs> random guy yeah I don't keep all that <laughs> random nonsense in my head but like you know for people who are out there dating specifically men like for whatever reason if you're concerned about the, the person that you're talking to the woman that you're talking to if she's talking to other other people You've got to figure out first whether or not you really want to pursue her. Because if you do, then give her a reason not to talk to anyone else. It's real simple. Like, if a guy is coming for you, he's going to be, like, making his intentions very well known. And you're not going to have time to be distracted by other people. Like, you know, if a guy wants me, he's got to come at me. Like, for real. Right. So what do y'all think about um, people saying, well, I'm the prize or you're the prize? And well, there are no prizes. People are not prizes. Okay. Well, they are, are just endless disappointments. But you remedy that by, you know, making things better or whatever or apologizing and trying to do better. No one is a prize. Hmm. I agree. 
Except me. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was going to say that. I was just going to say that, Janice. I'm like, mm, I'm a whole I prize. prize so. Not a quarter prize. Right. A whole right. prize. A whole prize. Okay. A whole prize. Right. What do you think about that uh, concept, Red? When women are and women and men are, or just we'll just say people in general. We won't just use the genders. Uh, just to be inclusive, but people in general saying, "Well, I'm the prize." I feel like somebody with that mindset. I probably wouldn't even talk to them like that, to be honest, because it's like, how do you know you a prize for me and you don't even know me yet? Um, if you a prize for me, you gonna fit perfectly within my life, and you only have to state this to a prize. So I don't. Know people like that they, they're not really for me like prize for who baby because if you such a prize why are you alone what you 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 alone so, <clears throat> so. <laughs> I hear that if you a prize yeah, why you I mean, anyway I'm like we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna listen, get started on that no. they're not ready for that <laughs> I will say this though um two things I don't think like like Denise said I don't think anybody is a prize like that's objectification on 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 a massive level like i can't go to a store or scratch off a ticket and win you no that's not and if i did then you weren't worth the scratch off honestly if it if it took that to win you you weren't worth it i don't think women or men should and i'm not saying that you aren't worthy that you aren't a good person but going and saying or people shouldn't say, I'm a prize. Like, if you're a prize, it speaks for itself. You're a great person. You compliment another person. That person compliments you. You don't have to go out and say, well, I'm a prize. It seems more like you're trying to convince yourself that mm-hmm. you're a prize than someone else. And if you're trying to convince yourself of that, I implore you to just go look in the mirror, love on yourself, take time to get to know yourself and just appreciate yourself. So therefore you don't have to keep saying that out loud. You can just show yourself that you are worthy, you know? Ain't nobody no prize. I mean, you know, honestly, they're, they're just I, not. I think that's the, the misconception with women because I don't know, maybe we just have this uh, idea put into our heads when we're younger maybe it's because of Disney like the princesses and all this stuff thinking that oh we're the prize you know we're the, the, the thing to um, attain or whatever because let's be honest if we if women were such prizes then men would treat us as such and it just isn't the case that that happens you know like it just it doesn't even the best intentioned man will end up treating a woman at some point less than what she deserves. So nobody's a prize. We're just broken people trying to make it through life. I have this saying that I always say, no one's perfect, but someone's imperfection is perfect for someone. So like, and and I know that's a a mouthful, but just to break it down, I'm not perfect. Red's not perfect. Denise yes, she isn't is. perfect. But all of our <laughs> well, Denise is perfect. So she's like one out of one out of everyone. Um, <laughs> but the the other two of us are not perfect. <laughs> no, I <ain't> perfect. <laughs> but I know that our imperfections are perfect for someone. So our 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 morning breath, our whatever we have that's imperfect, it will fit. It will complement someone else's experience and they'll love it. So 
I, I live by that 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 notion is just I don't have to be perfect because I do know that there's someone that my imperfections will make them laugh, will make them feel warm, will make them feel love. Like all these things about me that I think are quirky well, or awkward, somebody gonna love it. Somebody okay. gonna love it. Period. Somebody gonna take the whole. Okay. <laughs> right, as Denise would say now, a the whole I'm, a, I'm a whole prize. prize. <laughs> a whole right. Prize. But yeah, it's just, I think the mentality when it comes to people who are dating and relationships, like, it's not one size fit all, that's for sure. And um, I don't know, I think I, I sound like someone who's bashing men, which is not the case, because women are just as deceitful when it comes to relationships and intentions, just like men. But um yeah I just I don't know I, I, I would never want to position myself to think that I'm a prize now I believe I'm worthy and I know my worth and I know that the person who is going to end up getting me is going to know my worth as well and value me and protect my heart the way that needs to be protected but um I wouldn't consider me a prize I think maybe the love that I will share with that person is the prize mm-hmm. In conclusion, I'll share this, um, and I want you both to share some um, insight and some, you know, maybe advice as well. I um, I want to go back to earlier when we said mm-hmm. have some type of intention, and the reason why I'm I'm bringing this back around as a, as advice is a lot of people go out and they look for something specific and they get it and they want other things to come with that and I'll give an example and I really don't care if someone doesn't agree with this example I feel like it's a very good example if you're a man and you're going out and you're looking for a woman who has um who has mastered the capability of making everything on her body Mm -hmm. fake okay and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If you want to blow your breast up, blow your ass up, give foot, whatever you want to do, that's on you. But what I'm saying is, if you go out with the intentions of getting someone of that caliber, do not expect them to do real women activities. If you go and get someone who is looking for a man to take care of them, provide for them, do everything for them, you, you're looking for a specific a specific type of person so when I say search with intent if you want a woman that doesn't wear makeup doesn't wear eyelashes or you're gonna roll over and she's gonna look different than when you met her at the club or whatever if you're looking for that then maybe don't date women who have those attributes or who do those type of things because then you're putting expectations on someone when that's what you sought out if you want someone to roll over and see somebody without makeup on, then maybe just try and date somebody who doesn't wear makeup. Don't try to change someone who already does wear makeup. That that's, that's not the point. Date with intentions and be mindful of if you're dating for specific things, that is what you're going to get. Do not expect a woman who ex- expects to be catered to 100% and does not expect to work and do anything to go and 
get a job or to go and and clean your house up that may not be what that woman is about but you have to look for what you're searching for if you're searching for a woman that or even women who look for men if you're searching for a man to wholly take care of you and that's all you care about is him taking care of you you might get a cheater (laughs) he gonna take care of you but he might have four or five women because you have to look at what you're going for so that's my my advice is have intent um on what you're searching for search for what you want in in, (laughs) as a whole person not a quarter person (laughs) not a quarter person not specific attributes or assets or search for a entire person um be know know what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept know what your price is and what i mean by that is if you get with somebody a lot of people don't know what they want but they know what they don't want no know what you want and know what you don't want know your levels of wants needs and um expectations and know what's a hard hard no for you if you get with someone and you're like okay i can deal with someone smoking weed and I'm, I'm okay with that. That's not a deal breaker for me. Know that. But he, know if you get with that person and you're like, if you smoke weed every day, that's a, a deal breaker for me. Know your deal breakers. And don't make your deal breakers something that is trivial. I'll, 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 I'll say that as well. So that's my advice. I know Red <laughs> and Denise have some more good advice for you. Uh, I'll be quick and uh, I'll be short with mine. Honestly, I feel like when it comes to dating, um, don't settle. Uh, don't settle because you're lonely. Don't settle because you're ready to settle down. Just don't settle. Like when you find the person that's you or they find you, um, you'll find that they're going to match you and you don't have to compromise who you are. You don't have to change who you are. Like you're just going to fit with that person. Um, and I feel like a lot of times we ignore red flags. <laughs> do not do that. Um, if you start seeing red flags in the beginning, um, somebody show up late to dates or all of a sudden they cancel it, whatever the case may be, don't ignore red flags because those red flags are not going anywhere. That they're showing you who they are. And third, <laughs> people don't ignore right. they don't ignore yes. red flags, they justify them. Let's be honest. People aren't ignoring them. They're they're justifying them some way in their head, like, oh, it's okay yes. if they did this. They're not gonna do it again. But exactly. That's, so, no, we're gonna mm, say it that's like a, that. that another I like how you said it. Stop justifying the red flags. You saw the red flag, see it for what it is. You don't like it, keep it pushing. But I mean, I feel like don't complain about it later when you saw that red flag in the beginning. And also believe believe the person when they show you who they are. Somebody, they're gonna show you exactly who they are. Don't try to, okay, well, I can kind of deal with that. No, you don't have to settle for nothing. Just like Denise say, she a prize. Baby, I'm a prize. Okay, I'm a whole, whole prize out here. You know what I'm saying? The, the only prize right. that's perfect. But I also feel like when the right one is, is, is in your corner, is for you, and all that good stuff, you do not have to compromise. You do not have to change who you are. You can be yourself openly. You can be... You know, you could be free with that person. So, you know, when you're out there dating, that's date with intention. Find the right one. Don't be out here settling. Life too short. That's all I got. Well, I agree with everything the two of you have said. Um, 
what do they say? Desperation and dating leads to disaster. Um, so don't be desperate. I know that when I was a certain certain age, like when I got to my early 30s, I started having that anxiety because I'm thinking, oh, I've got to find someone. Oh, I've got to get married. Oh, I've got to have babies. And that can lead to being a little desperate in your dating. And so for anyone who's listening to this um, episode, if you're in that situation where you know what you want and it seems like it's not coming really quickly, you've got to pump the brakes because things happen when they're supposed to happen. And trying to to make a situation happen, like making those concessions for those red flags is going to lead to destruction. So you need to give yourself that time. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with that person. Um, Accept the red flags and move on. Accept that this person may not be good for you. You know, understand that the most important thing for anyone in dating, whether you're a man or a woman, is to know that that person that you're going to end up with is going to guard your heart the way that it's supposed to be guarded and treat it the way it needs to be treated. Like that's the most significant thing to me. Like when I know I can't trust this person with my heart, I know I can't trust them and I can't be with them. But it's it's understanding and knowing how to kind of gauge that. Um, and so having those intentions and knowing your worth, knowing what you're you're going to put up with, what you're not going to put up with, having limitations and being okay with voicing those limitations, mm-hmm. like you're not going to accept less than what you know you deserve. Like you have mm-hmm. to kind of be your own advocate because no one else is going to be advocating for you. You mm-hmm. have to be, be that person for yourself. So um, that's my advice. And go to th- if y'all need therapy, please go to therapy. Uh, like, <clears throat> stop carrying your baggage from one situation to the next. What situation? Please do what you need to do to be the best you that you can be, so that you can be open and welcoming to the person that is right for you. Because going into situations with past situations weighing on no. you, it ain't a good look, and it ain't good for you. And you don't even have to go to a therapist these days because of COVID. A lot of therapists went online there are apps now like i think it's BetterHelp or something.com or something like you can download an app on your phone and find a therapist or a counselor to talk to so there's really no excuse for not being able to find someone um maybe being able to pay for it is another um issue but um seek help because you know we're we're all broken in some ways like every single person walking this earth is is broken in some way and sometimes you need that help like they say it's it's okay not to be okay but it's not okay to stay that way like legit because you may be broken and then this other person is semi-whole you get with them and you break Mm -hmm. them like that's not cool right and now y'all right. got two broken, broken people. Uh, two, two broken, broken people. Right. No. You know what? I am so thankful for everyone who is tuning in and who's listening to these podcasts, who's coming every week and hearing us <laughs> talk about these critical, <laughs> these critical situations and subjects. And I'm just, I'm happy to be revamped. I'm so full of prosperity and love and everything in abundance by having my two co-hosts. I'm just really sending out um, love with this 
this message um, as I, I wrap it up that abundance comes in so many different ways if you are in the dating scene do what you need to do to be the best you and find the best person for you um in my life right now I'm happy like (laughs) I have so much abundance in, in in so many ways and if you enjoy Tasia Talks and you want to get to know either of us and our antics on our separate pages um please feel free at any given time to follow me on Twitter Tasia underscore talks I do talk shit so I'm not for the faint of heart (laughs) or if you want to leave a message for a subject or any of the hosts on this show please go to Google Yahoo AOL whatever search engine you need to go to log into your email send us an email at tasia talks podcast that's tasia talks with the s podcast at gmail.com and if you want to follow my lovely amazing beautiful courageous um phenomenal co-host i'm gonna let them tell you how you can get in touch Red, you want to go first? Yeah, because I want to talk over you. So, um, of course, this is Red. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at uh, Little Red Writer. Um, that's again Red with two D, and I am on Twitter. And you can find me Denise on Twitter at PD Rocks. That's P E E D E E R O C K S. Um, Tasia, you want me to tell them the the beautiful website, I mean the email where they can email us comments and questions and suggestions for topics? I no, know. I already okay. told them, but you know what? I am going I'm going to deem you now as DTS, <laughs> Denise the Savage. Like, <laughs> that, that, is, that is her name from now into the Denise end of the Savage. Okay. <laughs> I love it. DTS, Denise the Savage. Okay. I swear. Uh-uh, Denise be cutting people like, whoo. And let's, last episode, okay. let's not forget anybody from Jacksonville. <laughs> <If you're> <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tune in every, every week. We drop an episode Wednesday at... What is it? What do we drive? 4 p.m. PST? And that would happen to be 7 p.m. EST. Okay. Can't forget about my EST people. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Ladies, thank you. And thank you for everyone listening. We love you. Um, yeah, don't hold it against me that I call some places trash. It's all good. Definitely. I still got love for you. <laughs> I still got love for you. We- we will see everybody next week and we're going to start Mm -hmm. next month doing a a book of the month so we'll have an episode where we talk about a book that we're currently reading our feelings emotions comments anything of that nature you can always feel free to make a suggestion on a book if you want us to mention it on the show so 